Yeah, it's me. Dupree. <laughs> Straight men do not stand a chance. And if you want to go back to when they stood a chance, apparently they have never stood a chance. Back in the days of Adam and Eve, Adam did not stand a chance against Eve and her sexuality, her breasts glaring, her vagina staring, her walking around in the Garden of Eden with a fruit basket and being able to talk to animals and things of that nature. Adam just did not stand a chance. And, and, and to the point where as, as time progressed, men did not stand a chance against women who either wanted them or not wanted them. And if the women did not want them, then they started wars. And if the women wanted them, then they were seen, you, they didn't want the women. It was always, it's always something with straight men. And now we have in today's society where men again do not stand a chance against the LGBT. B-T-Q-R-S-T-U-V-W-X-Y-Z community. The gays and the transsexuals, straight men just do not stand a chance. Whew. At least that's one of my, what one of my co-workers would have you to believe. She actually believes on some level, and she believes this because she has said this on several occasions, occasions that straight men do not stand a chance against gays and trans women because they feel like because she feels like we're tricking them you can't trick a person into doing something they really want to do and to that i say this when she brought up this conversation and i talked about this before in previous podcasts about the trans girls. Are trans women supposed to just come right out and say in the beginning of every meeting that they have or every encounter that they have with the person, hello, my name is Brianna and I'm trans. That is not a good thing. That is not a good thing because that could get some trans girls beat and that could get some trans girls killed. Take for instance, James Dixon, 25 years old, beat trans woman Islaine Nettles to death in Harlem on the streets on August 17th of 2013. He kicked her to the ground and then began punching her and kicking her until she was dead. And why did he do this, you ask? He just didn't want to be fooled. Is what, he go, is what he actually stated in a statement. He didn't like the fact that he was attracted to what she presented him, which was a woman. But when she told him that she was a trans woman, that's when he felt like he was being tricked. You can't be tricked when I'm telling you who I am. You can't be upset when I'm telling you who I am. That's just like straight men going around saying that, oh, I was tricked into having the, you know, the, the gay sex with the men. Let me tell you something. Oh. What you're asking me to do now as a gay man is to come out and tell you up front, right off the box, that I just want to fuck. I'm not going to do that. And honestly, with me, I don't want to fuck you no motherfucking way. I mean, it is on some level the responsibility of the straight man to say, 
um, you know, I don't swing that way. So this is how these conversations are going to go in the future or how they should go, according to some people. Hello, my name is Brian. I'm gay and I find you attractive and I want to suck your dick and fuck. And then your response would be, well, hello, my name is John and I'm a heterosexual male and I just don't swing that way. And then after that, we're supposed to hold hands and go skipping down to the local bar and have drinks. Fuck that. That's not going to motherfucking happen on, on, no, on no fucking level. I mean, unless <clears throat> I give you my signature look, because I do know that it does make some men, you know, look at me differently from going to, hey, that's just the homeboy who happens to be gay to, hey, that's my homeboy and he's gay. And why is there a stirring in my loins? I mean, I know that my look, you know, that look, I'm, I'm going to put up a video about that look, about the look that I give straight men that just make them weak. But I go back to this. When will straight cisgendered men take responsibility for their own actions? And when will cisgendered women stop making excuses for them? They were tricked is not a valid fucking excuse. And you really can't consider yourself straight if you have had numerous sexual encounters with gay men or even with men who don't consider themselves gay. Flashback to that episode of Law & Order SVU when the um, successful black men were having card parties. Wives not in, or girlfriends were not invited. And in the other room, there were actual men who were sleeping with each other. But they were saying when, you know, someone had got murdered that, oh, well, we're not gay. This is just something we do, you know, like a bonding thing for men. No, boo-boo. Y'all gay. Y'all just happen to be married with that shit. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, I'm sorry. You, you like, uh, ugh, I don't even know. It's, it's just like, it, uh, let me say this. You can't consider yourself straight when you have thought about building a life with a person of the same sex. You can't consider yourself straight when you get all emotional about the dude you were sleeping with when he decides to move away without giving your relationship any thought. After all, that dude that you were sleeping with just thought that you all were messing around. And even if you only had all of those things with me, nothing we did would be considered straight activity. And you can't consider yourself straight if there was an emotional attachment to the sex that we were having. It, it, it doesn't make any sense. Like, trust me, the heterosexuals know more about what is straight and what is gay I actually think the heterosexuals know about being gay more than the gays know about being gay. If you lean over to me in the backseat of a car and caress my thigh while kissing, kissing me passionately, yeah, you might be gay, just a tinch. Just like one drop of black blood makes you black, to me, one act of homosexual activity makes you gay and i'm actually going to reference something that i recently found out in an article by i think it's gq magazine so give me one moment let me get that 
Okay, I'm back. Yeah, so GQ Magazine recently came out with an article about, what's the title of it? Oh, here it is. My phone is loading. Thank you so much for being patient with me. GQ suggests having sex with men doesn't make you gay. Okay, girl, let me say this. Um, I'm not buying that bullshit. So what makes someone gay? According to GQ, it depends on how you define the label. In this day and age, everything has a label. Too many, if you ask me, wrote the um, writer of this article. Regardless of social labeling, it is important to recognize how people associate that label, label within their self-identities. If we remove the label of gay from sex acts, we traditionally assume our only the domain of gay men does this mean you can take part in them and still be straight so what they're basically saying is if you're not living a gay st lifestyle then you're not gay however if you're just a, a guy who's you know going around doing guy things i guess that's the guy lifestyle and you just happen to fuck your homeboy like three four nights a week then that still doesn't make you gay I don't give a damn what GQ says. If your dick is going in another man's ass or mouth, to me, you are gay. If you're sucking my dick at the motherfucking spa, you are gay. I don't give a damn about that platinum designer band on your left finger. And if I am in the past giving you oral fellatio, then yes, you're gay. Even if your dick is going in my mouth, you are still gay. You may not present yourself to the society as gay, but baby, you're gay. Deal with it. And so with that being said, um, you've got to ask your straight self about these sexual decisions that you're making. Is this fair to the many people that your decisions will affect? Or is the fact that you are making a conscious decision to present yourself as a heterosexual man who is having gay sex with men going to affect those people in your lives? The answer to that is yes, it is. The other thing you need to ask yourself is, is it fair? Is it fair if you go out and sleep with several women and knock them up and have children? Is it fair to those women? No, it is not fair to those women. Is it fair or do you really think that standing next to your pastor, watching your beautiful bride walk down the aisle and confessing your love to your God on high going to automatically wash the gay away? No, it is not. Hell fuck no, it is not. The drug dealer that I had a relationship with, even though I found out that you're married to me, you are still gay. The football player that I had a relationship with, even though that you are married, to me, you are still gay. <clears throat> even the football coach at Auburn University or the football, what else do they do? What else do they do? Okay, the other football person at Auburn University. You're gay. Even the police officer from Auburn, from the city of Auburn, Alabama. You're gay. Like, I do not give a fuck. The guy in that was in college when I was in high school when we had the... You're gay. The construction worker. You're gay. And the list of heterosexual... Of, I'm sorry. The list of 
men that I've had sex with who claim to be heterosexual in the in out in society, you're still fucking gay because I do not believe in that gay lifestyle bullshit. I have said this once before. I do nothing different than a heterosexual man would do. I get my ass up in the morning. I go walk the miles that I'm going to walk that day. I bring my ass back home. I watch TV, I work, and I may watch a movie at night before I go to bed, excluding any experiences at the spa. Other than that, I'm a heterosexual I mean, I could basically be a heterosexual male. But I, no, but no one goes around saying, oh, you know, that's Melissa, and she's leading a, heter- a heterosexual lifestyle. Or, you know, that's Stephanie, and she's leading a heterosexual lifestyle. Or, that's Michael, and you know, Michael is a heterosexual. No one goes around saying that. So, why in the hell do we have to go around saying, I am gay? And why in the hell can we not let people be who the fuck they want to be? Imagine if we just let people be who the fuck they wanted to be. Imagine that. Imagine if I were to see a young man across the way and 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 I gave him the look, which, by the way, goes back to all of those men that I just named. I actually think on some level that I actually gave all of those men the look. And I'm not saying that the look actually automatically turns them gay. The look just lets them know I'm down with the get down. What's your name? Now let's talk about society and this tricking you mentality that they seem to have. You as a society can't get upset when a confessed straight man's gay demons, because that's what you all think it is. All of a sudden, Marcus is gay and cheating on Samantha because when he was out with his boys um, drinking and playing pool, the gay demon jumped up off the pool table and entered into his spirit. And all of a sudden, Marcus wanted to suck some dick and get fucked. Child, please. So all of you decide to make excuses for Marcus and this little situation, this little gay demon slip. What you need to be doing is allowing Marcus from birth to be who he wants to be and that you and I'm sorry. And that way you will be saving Samantha's ass from a lifetime of foolishness and fuckery and embarrassment and heartache. But you won't do that. You simply won't do that. All because you told Marcus that being a sissy is hella wrong. God God didn't make fags. It's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Well, clearly it was Adam and Michael and Eve showed up with that snake and made Adam feel less than a man. So it became Adam and Eve and Michael was pushed away to go tend a motherfucking apple orchard. Excuse me. I seem to have got caught up in my feelings about that one. Now back to the tricking of men. Men will do in the dark what society has told them they shouldn't or can't do in the light. If you are a trans girl who is seeing a heterosexual male and he doesn't know your birth tea, that man is attracted to the woman that you are portraying in the streets. Now once you tell him your birth tea, he might not be interested in you. And guess what? 
that's okay. Everything ain't for everybody. And to the gay men who spends his time tricking or turning out their quote-unquote straight male friends, you have to really ask yourself, were you his actual first? Did he only do this to you or for you? Will you be his last? Is this turning him out thing even worth it? Am I just making him gay for the next queen who who sees him as attractive as I do? And the most important question of all you have to ask yourself is why? Why are you spending so much time, quote unquote, turning this straight man out? Or in my case, and as I've counseled all of my gay friends, wouldn't you rather have the friendship? Me, personally, now at this age, I want the friendship. Unless. Unless he's older, sexy, with a beard, kind, compassionate, respectful, encouraging, responsible, and trustworthy. Then and only then will I consider turning his ass out. And one more thing. You can't trick a nigga unless a nigga wants to be tricked. Let's get that straight. Just like with the drug dealer who was in my life for a numerous amount of years. When I first saw him, he was, a, he was and still is a very attractive man. But I really can't remember if I gave him that look or not. I do recall looking at him and thinking to myself, who the fuck is this man in our house? And is this my mother's new fucking boyfriend that I now will automatically hate because he's dating my mother? But once I found out that he actually was not my mother's boyfriend and instead he was a friend of the family from years ago and had recently moved back to Opelika, Alabama, I immediately began to look at this man in a sexual way. Now, did I trick this man? No. Did I give this man the look? I really don't know. I'm going to say no, but I really can't be positive or 100% sure of that. Now, did he trick me? Yes and no, he did. Once I let my guard down around this man and realized that he was actually a, actually a friend of the family's, um, growing up with my mom and my uncles and my brother and sister had seemed to take a liking to him because he was, after, he was really a nice guy. I mean, even though he was a dope dealer, he was a nice guy. Can you actually say that though? Can you say, oh, he's such a nice guy, even though he sells drugs to people in the community and he's ruined the community on some level. Uh, I, guess, I don't know. Anyway, um, and so I've told this story several times before about how he would visit visit the home. And I had just recently moved back to Opelika from being in Atlanta for two two plus years. And he always commented on how nice the house looked because I had, you know, came home once and decorated and shawam the fuck out of it. And so he was building a house of his own and he want, wanted me to help him decorate that house because he wanted to make it into a home. And so me being me throughout this exaggerated amount that I would charge him just to decorate the home, that price did not include any furnishings I would actually buy. Because after all, he was a drug dealer. And so money should have been no object to you in the first place. And you weren't a runner. You were 
you could actually liken him to like the Stringer Bell type guy because he owns some businesses outside of, you know, um, the drug thing and and things of that nature. And so that's probably why I'm attracted to Springer Bell because he reminds me of the dope dealer back home. And for those of you who do not know who Stringer Bell is, which I don't know how the fuck you don't know who Stringer Bell is, Stringer Bell is the guy who played in seasons one, two, and three of The Wire. He was played by the talented and sexy actor Idris Elba, who, by the way, was if he ever is in my presence, will certainly get the look. And then I'm going to motion for him to come back to the bathroom. Anyway, so I was invited over to the drug dealer's house. Um, where he was currently renting and while his house is being finished or in the process of being completing the sale or, or something of that nature. And he told me to wait. So I waited in his bedroom because that's where the TV was, in his bedroom. And from there, he was like, well, hey, let me go take a shower. Now, I should have known this little trick about, hey, let me go take a shower while you're in my bedroom because I have done this to men. I have done this to quote-unquote straight men who have showed up at my home for one reason or another and all of a sudden I had to go take a shower and I would come out the bathroom glistening bitch I would literally pour almost an entire bottle of baby oil all over my young supple body and I would come out of the bathroom you know um me being the effeminate young male I was and knowing that those men saw my femininity as I guess a sexual desire I knew exactly what I was doing. But how I did not catch that it was being done to me still baffles me to this day. Like, I should have caught this motherfucking trick. I should have realized that this man has invited me over to his house, strategically placed me in his bedroom, goes and takes a shower, and comes out glistening with this total little ass towel wrapped around his nicely sculpted body and his penis semi-on hard. Most straight men don't do that. Like most straight men I know like that are actually straight don't say, hey, dude, let me go take a shower and then I'll come out and show you my hard dick. Like they just like this is a proposition of, you know, assisting him with his rock hard penis. And me being in the field of customer service, I had to make sure that I did everything within my power to assist this man at achieving his ultimate goal and assist him. I did. And that ended up turning into about a three year relationship. But when I say relationship, I don't mean that we were dating or that we went out on dates. Did we hang out with each other? Yes. Did we go out to eat on several occasions? Yes. Did we ride around town and have long discussions? Yes. Were we dating? No. Were we fucking? Yes, we were. Was I driving his cars? Yes. Was I at his house on several occasions? Yes. Was I being questioned by those in the community about why am I spending so much time with this man? Yes, I was. Was it um, questions about why am I not participating in these parties at this man's house when I'm in the back in his in his bedroom? Why am I not in the other bedrooms of the house? Yes, I was. All of those things were taking place. But again, we weren't in a relationship. And so when it came time for when a decision had been brought to me or a proposition had been brought to me about moving back to Atlanta, I took it like. I didn't want to be an open liner anyway. I took it. I took the opportunity. An opportunity presented itself. And it was like, you know what? I'm going to take this opportunity. Atlanta, the land of milk and honey and gay, is where I wanted to be. And so that's what I did. I packed up my bags and I moved to Atlanta. But before I did that, I had to tell the dope dealer that I was leaving. And once I told the dope dealer that I was leaving, he most certainly felt some type of way. 
and it wasn't I'm happy and excited for you. It was, why the fuck did I not discuss this with him? What the fuck do I think I'm doing? And he does not like this motherfucking decision. And and to me, it was like, well, dude, we're not dating. Like, you're fucking me. You're fucking the girl who lives up the road from me. You're fucking the bitch who lives down the road from me. And I believe I'm, you know, I'm the only guy that you're fucking. But still, you got all these hoes all over town. So clearly, we're not exclusive. And clearly, we're not dating. And if we were dating, then we would have needed to discuss being in an open relationship. And because we're not dating, I didn't feel guilty about fucking your best friend. And I know I'm just telling you all my hoes tea. But no, I didn't feel good about fucking your best friend. Because, I mean, shit. He was a nigga and you was a nigga and it was just doing nigga shit. So, you know, with that came, with when that situation presented itself and I told him and it became an issue. So, him being him and trying to control me is how I saw it. It was, well, I, okay, cool. You can move to Atlanta, but... Um, since my daughter is moving to Atlanta to go to college, I'm just going to get a place for the both of you. And in my mind, I'm like, no, I'm not moving to Atlanta to roommate with your daughter. Like, I already have a place to live. And so then it was, well, I would feel better if you moved in with my daughter and I'll pay your rent and things of that nature. And again, my response to that was, thank you so much for offering. However, no, because I knew what that meant. That meant that this heterosexual man who I'm having all the gay sex with, is trying to control me. And keep in mind, you're still claiming to be straight, even when we have our personal conversations. You're still claiming to be straight. And I still reiterate the fact that I don't give a damn how straight you tell these other motherfuckers you are. What we do in the bed is not a straight activity. What your mouth did to my body was not a straight activity. On no level was what we did straight. Trust me, I've heard about the straight sex. I've even seen the straight sex on HBO, Cinemax, and Showtime. And none of it I have done with you. So eventually he became okay with the idea that I was leaving. And he even bought me furniture and gave me an, I don't want to say an allowance because it really wasn't an allowance. He gave me a lump sum of money until I, you know, found a job. So eventually I ended up phasing myself. We ended up phasing each other completely out of each other's lives only until I, when I would go back home and I would run into him every, every now and again, which wasn't too often, honestly. But I said all that to say this, even he and all of the sexual activity that had taken place between us in those three some odd years still claims to be straight. And even the football player that had that when it got a girlfriend after we had started our affair still claims to be straight even after the fact that i found out that i was not the only gay man that the football player had sexual relationships with you still claimed to be straight so i say to society this if you let a man be the man he really wants to be and stop all your judgmental bullshit you wouldn't have these straight men out here doing gay shit. Think about that.
In closing, I want to say this. Straight men are not the weaker of the sex. They're just the sex that has the most excuses about what they want to do. Straight men are not out here being tricked because even when you divulge your your plans or your um what is it called when you want to do something with them or you announce that you want to have sex with them, it is still up to that straight man to say yes or no. Straight men are not being tricked by the trans girls when they look quote unquote passable and and all of a sudden you've developed feelings for this girl that you've taken out to the movies two times and, and you may have taken to a Red Lobster dinner once. That does not constitute a trans woman telling you her birth tea. And honestly, it doesn't warrant her to. Because if that's the case, then when you first meet a woman, you need to say, hey, my name is John and I just want to stick my dick in your vagina. You need to eliminate all the other bullshit, all the taking you out on dates and meeting you at the bar and introducing them to your friends and family. Just be straight and upfront. I mean, if you want the LGBT community to be straight and upfront uh, toward, the, toward the heterosexual men, then I'm going to need the heterosexual men to be straight and upfront as well. And then I'm going to need the heterosexual cisgendered females to stop making fucking excuses for the shit that their men like to do. It is what it is. You can either accept it and not make excuses for it, or you can tell them to leave you the fuck alone. But you cannot, my darlings, have it both ways. Thank you guys for taking the time out of your busy day to spend it on something I love to do. Make sure you hit me up on all of my social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud, Adam for Adam, Jacked, and the Twitter. And remember, if you don't want to DM me on any of those social media platforms, you can always email me. Just make sure you put something in the subject line so that I won't think it's spam and automatically delete it. Also, make sure to check out my website, dramadupree.com, for show art that you can share on your media platforms. To those special people who constantly promote me, to you all I say from the bottom of my heart, thank you. It is greatly appreciated. I really, really, really do thank you for using what you have built to help out little old me. And as always, Learn to use what you have got, and you won't need what you have not. I'm Drama Dupree, and you are who you are, and that is what makes all of this special. Wanna play your